This is number 95, a showcase for our fulfillment. I'm going to read a little piece here. I'm not sure it fits with the subject. The subject is, I guess the subtitle would be, A Relationship is Not a Place We Go to Get, but rather a place we go to give. And this is from a book called 99 Stories of God by Joy Williams. NPR called her quite possibly America's best living writer of short stories. These are very short. And number 19 is, When he was a boy, someone's great-grandfather told him this story about a traveler in 13th century France. The traveler met three men pushing wheelbarrows. He asked in what work they were engaged, and he received from them the following three answers. The first said, I toil from sunrise to sunset, and all I receive from my labor is a few francs a day. The second said, I'm happy enough to wheel this wheelbarrow, for I have not had work for many months, and I have a family to feed. The third said, I am building Chartres Cathedral. But as a boy, he had no idea what a Chartres Cathedral was. And then the title, Perhaps a Kind of Cake? As I said, I'm not sure it's a proper introduction to what I'm talking about today, but it's certainly a proper introduction to something. The primary mistake we make in relationships by we I mean uh, we humans uh, the the mistake that I always made in relationships is of seeing them as a place to find happiness and fulfillment but it can never be the case the Veda teaches us that a relationship is a showcase for the fulfillment that we are if I am happy and fulfilled, any relationship I find myself in will showcase my happiness and my fulfillment. If I am miserable and depressed, the relationship will showcase my misery and depression. If I believe that you, my partner, are supposed to make me happy, I will blame you for the unhappiness I feel. And if I am looking for you to make me happy, it's a guarantee that you are looking for me to make you happy as well. When this is the case, we're both looking to accomplish the impossible. I cannot make another person happy. I I, I can for a moment, but it will never be enough. It will never be exactly right, and it will never last. It's a false construct. If I'm living my life to make you happy, it means I have to pay attention to you to see how I'm doing. Now, of course, we're meant to connect with each other even be influenced by each other, but we're never meant to be guided by each other like that. We're meant to be guided by our own individual experience of the truth as it feels and occurs to us deep within our being. From that place of deep fulfillment and connection, that place of the essence of what I am, the thing that I am that is beyond all thought, beyond all feeling, beyond all body awareness, sensory awareness, in that place I am in connection with my true self, capital S. 
And from that place, chances are I will approach you, my partner, with compassion and a desire to see you happy, probably with a desire to do nice things for you as a way to play in the realm of love. But the things I do will be based on my own fine level of feeling, instincts, and the clarity with which I am in union with myself, the wholeness I might feel within myself, rather than on how well I do in reading your mind. As well, it's not possible to find fulfillment outside oneself. Never in the history of the world has anyone found lasting fulfillment outside themselves. We see world leaders demanding more, trying for more territory, more power, more prestige, wanting to be appreciated, wanting to be seen as heroic. There's no end to it. Bernie Madoff, remember him? He stole $60 billion. It wasn't enough. There, there are people that every one of us can see in the news, in the entertainment industry, in the financial industry, who make millions of dollars, some of them millions of dollars a day. Yet by all observation, it's not making them happy. So it's not power, it's not money, and, and not fame. <sighs> so maybe with love. Maybe if I get enough from you, that will fulfill me. Many years ago, I saw a psychologist every week. I remember once complaining about a lack of fulfillment in my relationship. And the good doctor said, Jeff, I have some of the biggest names in Hollywood come in here who are married to the dream women of our era, icons. Women in film and entertainment who represent to the world our modern version of the goddess. And every one of these men, after six months with one of these goddess women, comes here saying the same things you are saying. What you're looking for doesn't exist. There is no happily ever after. Well, what do we do with that? Our job is to do the work consistently and continually to know the fulfillment that lives deep inside the self and to enliven our connection to that deep fulfillment, that place of essence, that place of the self, capital S. And from that, we find someone who is also doing the work to find that place for themselves, within themselves. And when we, too, find each other, there's an opportunity to build something greater than what the two of us as individuals could ever do alone. We both bring our fulfillment to this third entity, this relationship. And we feed this relationship with our attention, with our fulfillment, with our love. Because we want to, because it's what's in us to do, because that deepest truth of us wants itself to be shared. But we don't do it transactionally. 
We don't give for a while and then say, now it's my turn. I want to be given to for a while. It's all about giving. We both give to this, this third entity, this thing between us, this thing other than us. And each of us, when we need to, can rest on it, can depend on it, can withdraw from it. Not from each other, but from this thing we've been feeding, from this home we've been building in consciousness. With meditation, we find the fulfillment that we are. And when my fulfillment meets your fulfillment, that's a relationship worth staying around for. Today, I will remember that it's my job to learn how to love and allow myself to be loved. For this task, the universe has provided me with potentially seven billion opportunities at every conceivable level of difficulty. From the easiest falling off a log kind of love we might have for our children or puppies, to the are you kidding me type of challenge of the ex-partner, ex-spouse, ex-best friend, ex political figure who is telling lies about us or telling lies to us, I will remember that there is no situation that enough love cannot heal and that if love is needed in a situation, it's my job to bring it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.